What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block for February 9th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan, alongside me, as always, that beautiful, beautiful retro code, Edward Parnell. Zach and Ricky coming to Nintendo Switch. Let's do it, Capcom. Ring, ring, ring. Wait, that's not real, is it? It's not yet, but I hope it does. Oh. Dude, I love Zach and Wiki on Wii. I'll have so much fun with that game. We're gonna fight. You what? Got me, you got me all excited. Uh, dude, like Capcom needs to do it. I, I was just I was thinking about that today. I was watching uh some gameplay of it and it's just like oh yeah, this game has some problems, but it's it was so fun and goofy. Like this is the old Capcom that I love. And then I uh I don't have it with me, but I pulled out my uh, Shake It Up uh, WarioWare or Wario game. Wonderful. I'm doing great, Ed. It's been a, it's been a long day. I, uh, I've been real busy. Uh, probably going to make a couple announcements here on the podcast real soon. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just been a busy day, man. I, I've been doing a lot of stuff and keeping up with a lot of this stuff that's happening on non-video game activities and uh, you know I'm a, I mean people who listen to us probably know that I'm a Cavs fan and they just traded away like two thirds of their team today so <laughs> uh, that's been interesting to watch and uh, been trying to figure out Monster Hunter Worlds today world? Worlds? World. I don't know world, world. one well, singular world uh and I need to start that game. So I bad. am enjoying that game a lot. I I got my first full set of armor today. Uh, nice. It felt really good too. I mean, I'm only like, I don't know, three or four missions in, but like I've been doing these. There's I forget what it's called. It's like expedition mode or whatever, where you can just go out into the world and and hunt for supplies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically just kind of like uh, for people who are fans of destiny they're just pretty much like when you land in a patrol zone and you go search for stuff to do in the in the world so uh i'm liking it so far i keep using the bloodborne and assassin's creed uh weapon like fighting thing though because like it tells you to use i'm playing on playstation so it tells you to use circle and triangle to fight and i keep pressing l or r1 and r2 and those uh-huh. do two, two totally separate things. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I'm using this giant axe that you can transform into a sword. So R2 transforms it from an axe to a sword. And R1 pulls out and puts away your weapon. So oh, wow. when I go to hit something and I hit R1 and I accidentally put away my weapon, it's <laughs> like, uh, oops. So... Uh, there are different control schemes though. I'm going to go look at them and see if there's anything I can do that's different. Uh, but I'm having a good time with it. It's weird. It's, it's really weird. I did not think I was going to enjoy it this much because it's monster hunters always been super intimidating. Uh, you know, so I don't know. It's good though. I like it. Uh, but in terms of Nintendo stuff, I've been playing, the same stuff I've been playing forever the last couple weeks, uh, Celeste and Super Meat Boy and Mario plus Rabbids. And I, I'm just, I'm on the switch kind of like I'm playing through games that, you know, that I don't like, I'm trying to finish Celeste. I'm almost done with it. I've died like mm-hmm. 400 times. <laughs> I'm so bad. Probably more than that. That was, that's probably on the low end to be honest with you. Uh, I'm waiting for Bayonetta next week, man. Yes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Bayonetta. So um yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh I'm trying to just clean up some fin- finish these games, so uh but Monster Hunter is kind of the game I'm kind of really into right now. So uh what about you, Ed? What have you been playing? Uh got a little bit further in Lost Fear. Um uh, was kind of getting my tail kicked. It's kind of weird with that game, and I wish it kind of just lets you be able to grind to get stronger. Um, like the difficulty balance is just off. But I'm um, enjoying that. Of course, Grace of Explosion Machine, um, Golf Story, like all the Switch games and stuff. Um, 
uh, went back to Yakuza Zero, getting a little bit further into that, and then I'm going to be starting Monster Hunter World for one and PS4. Like I haven't even got a chance to cut it all today and start doing my creating, uh, my custom creating, because uh, I keep seeing everybody with their cool looking designs, even with their feline. Uh, they they got like cool designs for it and i haven't even did nothing yet i'm like i I don't got nothing (laughs) so uh hopefully i can start working on that um i was just looking at my uh wii games and yeah i mentioned like zach and wiki and um you got so excited dude i that game is just so good. I just it, it didn't even cross my mind when I looked at it. And I was just like, now this game needs to be on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it wouldn't work on Wii U, but Switch, yeah, I could see it working. Um, and, and, and fixing some things up. I would kind of like them to revisit that. Um, but yeah, I was just looking at my Wii games, and I was just like, you know, some of these games. If they got spruced up for like virtual console, they could be on Switch mm-hmm. if they ever de- decided to do it. Um, but other than that, uh, I I haven't got been able to play like I haven't really got to play my one yet, and I kind of want to jump into it and I want to get back to playing like like I said or start up my son to four. I'm gonna hunt my son's world. Um, so th- that's what I've kind of been playing, like the same old Switch games and um, getting ready for Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, I know that by the time this episode is out, it's out, um, but I haven't got a chance to buy the game. And I do want to pick up Bayonetta 2. Uh, so for next week, too, I want to do that. Um, oh, kind of, oh, I do want to mention that um, I have been playing all kind of class. Um, and I know we haven't talked about this game uh, on Monday's or Tuesday's episode. So I picked it up Monday, uh, kind of almost after we got done recording. And I played for like literally four hours. <laughs> it is it's really good. It's a mix of um, Metroid meets Metal Slug meets Cave Story meets um, Shantae Half Genie Hero meets um it's a lot of games in one mischief makers because of the, the art design and like the story and just everything that it goes about it and it's it's not it's metroid in a way that it's not all fully connected but you don't get no energy upgrades yeah. you know how like with metroid you get like extra things you don't get none of that wow and it's it's such such case story in the shooting just on the way that it, it looks when it's shooting like in this animations and stuff and it has a mischief maker style to it um by some of the platforming that's around the around the place like it in because of this it being such a sprite based game it just had feels like a neo geo game in a sense so yeah it's like all that other stuff but i am really enjoying this game and surprisingly, this is a game that, if it comes to Switch, I guess that's fine. But I'm not jumping at the throne and be like, this game needs to be on Switch. I, I think it's it fits good on PlayStation 4. Um, where something like Wakamelee, like, this needs to be on Switch. <laughs> like, this needs to be on a Nintendo console. Not so much a kind of glass. Kind of weird. I, I think if it came to anything, I think it would fit better on the 3DS than it would on Switch. In a sense. Man, no. Everything needs to be on Switch, Ed. <laughs> I... Everything needs to be on Switch, Ed. Everything. Everything? Everything. I'm just kidding. Where Night Trap doesn't need no. to be on Switch. Oh, that can stay. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Night Trap does not need to be on Sewer Shark doesn't need to be on Switch either. <laughs> Ooh, what about the uh the Tony Cross the uh, Chris Cross make my video games? Nope. 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 No, and then like I was like I said earlier, I was playing Monster Hunter and that does not need to be on Switch either. <laughs> yeah. It's uh that game is too beautiful and too big and too sprawling to be like Yeah, I mean in a sense it's like it gives me a real Zelda vibe though. In terms of oh, that's like cool. like I, I didn't really get into this part of Zelda, but there is a uh, monster hunting aspect to Zelda where, mm-hmm. like, 
you collect the parts of the monsters like the like you know you collect their parts to upgrade your armor and then you can get new armor that you can upgrade through and each armor piece of armor has like an upgrade path and then you harvest food to go to the canteen and you can either make custom meals or buy buy pre-made meals already mm-hmm. and like turn in either a voucher or pay for it with the in-game currency and uh you eat to get stronger you eat to get more stamina you eat to get yeah. more health like it has a real zelda vibe to it where i mean and in zelda like you can go anywhere and in monster hunter you have to use your hub to do all this stuff Yes, but it gives me a real Breath of the Wild feel, actually. And like, I know a lot of people are kind of comparing it to Destiny and being like, you know, you go out on a mission with your friends and come back and upgrade your stuff and turn your stuff in and whatever. But to me, it gives me a real Breath of the Wild vibe that way where like, OK, I'm kind of out in this open world kind of doing my own thing, uh, taking down these monsters, uh, you know, whatever. And then. Uh, yeah, getting collecting bones and teeth and hide and stuff and i've decided to go the bone and leather route because uh even though the uh it seems like the like the chain link stuff like the metal stuff or the you know non-leather route mm-hmm. uh it gives you an overall better defensive buff but there's a lot of things you can do with bone and leather that give you specific defensive buffs. Like, you know, you can be resistant to, to fire. You can be resistant to water and electric stuff. So uh, I'm going to go that route and see how it works. And the, and the thing is, too, if you don't like the way you're customizing your character, you can respec on the fly. You can take if you say you have a, a weapon leveled all the way up and you decide you don't like it, mm-hmm. you can unspec that whole weapon and respec a different weapon with the same points and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's as cool. long as, as long as you have the materials because different weapons require different materials, but, materials, you know, like as long as you have that, uh, as long as you can spec it out, like you can do it. So, Oh, that's nice. You know, I, I, I don't not going to say, I don't care for Monster Hunter world being on switch. I think I think Capcom and Nintendo needs a different art style to do a Monster Hunter game for Switch. Yeah. Um it, it, to make it stand out because yeah. you know there with Monster Hunter World I think that was a big that's a big gamble. Where I think with the Switch version or with a Switch Monster Hunter they they can explore more with a different art style. Yeah. And they'll get more they'll get more people to play cuz I'm like they're gonna Monster Hunter World is stuck on a system that's not really portable, where a Monster Hunter game on Switch is, and people could meet up to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had I've gotten some people to help me uh, through some missions, which is cool. You can kind of just like it's kind of like the division in that way, where you can mm-hmm. like match make into a mission without actually knowing the people. And, uh, you know, you have to start the mission yourself, but you can shoot up a SOS flare and people uh, just kind of jump into your game and help you take down some monsters and stuff. And the monster fights are really long. Like this first monster I took down probably took 20 minutes to take down. And you have to, like, chase it and, uh, you know... Is that the lizard-looking one? Yeah. Where he, like, runs and eats the fish and gets fat or Mm -hmm. something? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, as as the... uh, as you take down its health, like the more dangerous its moves become and the more like violent it becomes. Yeah. So like and after like that lizard thing, after it eats something, like it rolls around and can like, crush you and take down half of your health in one roll. So Wow. You have to like dodge out of the way and it's got this <laughs> very bloodborne y feel in terms of like, okay, this is what this monster's gonna do. I have to dodge at the right time to avoid and get those those frames in. <laughs> it's very yeah it's uh and and since i'm playing on pro i'm favoring frame rate and i was like this frame rate looks like it's about locked at 30 uh and then i did the unlocked frame rate and went favored graphics Ooh, ooh, it drops to like it probably drops to like 20 frames a second maybe yeah i was like nope going back to frame rate and i know because i'm playing on a regular playstation 
in a regular Xbox that the frame rate is going just to be disastrous. But I I I I'm fine with that. Um I just really want to experience the game. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think they was thinking about frame rate when they made Monster Hunter World. No. Uh so I'm 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 really enjoying it though. I really like it. I I posted something on Facebook and Twitter today. I said I think I'm trading in my ghost for it. A palico <laughs> because like i i haven't played destiny in probably three months <clears throat> Shoot, same here you know i just well, I don't really care to go back to it especially with a gate with all these games coming out and a game as good as monster hunter so i don't know man yeah it's fun though it's if you have a ps4 and xbox one and you like zelda like monster hunter is kind of like a multiplayer version of that with a lot of <laughs> uh monstrous fights let me tell you it's uh i saw a t-rex eat a bird out of the sky today that was cool that was <laughs> that was really cool <laughs> so uh i i had to say i kind of love the run anime the running away animation just doing that yeah. it just seems funny to me dude it's very like almost ps2 japanese <laughs> developed <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. It's so like over the top the running animation. It's like yeah. 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 I do like I I I don't know if it's a dash move or it's like a kind of a up attack like you somehow attacking them across from the back on the top of them or something. I don't know if it's like a dodge attack or something. Um but like someone did some kind of animation where he was attacking like the middle of one of the dinosaurs or one of the monsters. And when he came down, the monster was dead. Yeah. I was just like, wait, what the heck just happened? Like, he took him down, like, in about maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. There's uh, there's some moves that I don't really know what they are, and I was just kind of, like, smashing buttons <laughs> during that lizard fight, and there's two other people helping me. And all of a sudden, my character just goes into this weird animation where I jump on top of the monster and do this weird flip and bring uh-huh. my sword axe thing down. And catches the monster on fire, and like he starts running away. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I did that, but that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I uh, I'm really enjoying it. I haven't really played much of my Switch lately, to be honest with you, uh, which is weird because I love that thing. But I don't know. I've I've been trying. Just... See, here's the thing about Monster Hunter Two: is it has probably one of the best character creators I've ever seen. <sighs> And see, I want to get on uh, PlayStation uh, PSN with you and talk in because I was watching last episode also when we were talking about custom creating, and I kind of wanted just like, uh, how do I make this? How do I make this character? And I kind of wish that you could just see it and stuff. It's just, just having to talk about how how to customize and everything. Yeah, and the cool thing is too is like you can go in to the character creator anytime you want during the game and change your character like it has to stay the gender that you picked it but everything mm-hmm. else you can change and oh, it's nice. like it's like it's really cool so i'm like oh, if i get tired of this i don't have to start a whole new character i can just uh, switch it around so yeah, i hope i can make my feline look like a, t- a tiger or a cheetah or something i made mine look like the mish Oh. Except, except you can't make it fat. So <laughs> it's like if Mish lost a bunch of weight. Mish goes is my wife's cat. And For those just... who don't know, <laughs> uh, your cat act that uh, your character cat in the game actually helps you hunt. Yeah, Mish just stays around yeah. <laughs> until you feed her meat. She hasn't she hasn't moved from the couch since I've been home. Dang. Yeah, like I got home this morning at like. I don't know, probably 11 from doing what I was doing. And, uh, yeah, she was right where I left her. And, like, as of what, when we start recording, maybe 20 minutes ago, she's still laying on the couch. I'm like, hmm, lazy. But to be fair, I've been sitting in my game chair playing games today. So, (laughs) lazy. It's your day off. You own it. I know. Gosh, I'm so happy I'm off today. And the next, like, this weekend's going to be rough, though valentine the weekend before valentine's day is always Mm -hmm. rough so but actually i think next week is when we're promoting valentine's day i don't know all i know is we got like 
50 boxes of fish in on on Wednesday and I was like, "Oh boy, do we really need this much fish?" So. Ah, but anyways, Ed, let's get into some of this news. Yes. There's a rumor that Metroid Prime 4 is being co-developed by Bandai Namco. I don't know if you saw this. But we we yeah. have, we've talked about it a little bit cuz these rumors have been floating around for a while, but now people are starting to get uh you know, they're starting to get real, real hard evidence that are pointing to that. Because in uh, their financial report, they have two Switch uh, games in announcement or in development, and one is a one is a unspecified first person action adventure game, which would probably point to <laughs> Metroid, Metroid or a new IP. But I don't know if Bandai Namco would make an exclusive first person sh- style game for Switch. That'd probably put it on everything, but unless Nintendo paid for it. Right. So, uh, but what do you think about Bandai Namco making a Metroid game? I don't think it's going to happen. It shouldn't because really with Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, whatever you guys consider it, they're, they never designed a first person shooter that I know of. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I was saying. I was like, when did, when did Bandai? Bandai Namco make a first-person shooter. Like, what? wasn't there one for Xbox? It was like one that you punch with your fist, like blood something. I don't. I have to look it up. I don't. I don't even know, man. But that was like that was like original Xbox. That was years ago. If it was, if that's if that's Namco, then that was the only one that I could think of. I have it. Um. But I'm just too far away to actually see what the title is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Like, if they said they were coming out to make a Metroid game, just like a third-person action Metroid game, I'd be like, okay, I could see that. But Right. A first-person one? Like, I mean, I know Nintendo's probably got their fingers all over this anyway, but and they're co-developing and whatever. And I, I just, I don't know, man. That's That just seems like a weird pairing. Like a a Japanese title doing an American style game. Yeah, I mean we saw that. I mean we've seen it in the Resident Evil games for so long, but like that's Capcom, and Capcom has more of a Western influence these days, anyway. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I just, I don't know. Either way, it's weird. Even if it is a new IP, it's it's strange. I don't know. Oh, that was that. That's I don't know, man. I just can't get my head off of it now. I mean, Nelco Bandai Nelco is such a Japanese market company. Yeah, where where they're good at making arcade style games. You know, like Time Crisis, Soul Calibur, um. No, like like those kind of games. They're like in like Ridge Racer. Uh, like they have an arcade flair tool, where something like uh uh, what was the one Journey to the West? Uh, starts with an E, and I cannot think of it. Um, a game that didn't that Enslaved. Ninja Theory did, Enslaved, where you could see that okay. Bantai Neko didn't make Enslaved because nothing about this game screams arcade. Like, you could see that this game is definitely a Ninja Theory game. Yeah. yeah. You know, but when you're playing Soul Calibur or, or Tekken and stuff like that, you could see that, okay, this is Nemco, Bandai Nemco. They definitely did design this. Yeah. I'm looking up, I'm looking up this stuff. Uh, list of uh namco i'm looking up namco shooter games just to see uh if anything stands out uh Star Fox assault i guess is one that stands out uh there's nothing really breakdown that's what it was yeah yeah weird but anyways this article goes on this is part of the rumor article uh according to a linkedin post from bandai namco singapore employee the company Mm -hmm. is working with nintendo on metroid prime 4 one of the most anticipated nintendo games in a long time not only that his linkedin page 
which has since been removed, also says they are developing Ridge Racer 8 and that it's a Switch exclusive. Uh, honestly, this is a bit far-fetched. We doubt that Nintendo would leave the rival of a major franchise uh, to a recently opened subsidiary or another publisher. As for Ridge Racer 8 being developed for Switch exclusive, that's a bit more realistic. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really just think that I... I think Nintendo wants to be careful with Metroid because the last time or the last two, like besides Samus returns, the last two entries of Metroid haven't been well received by fans or critics. So I'm pretty sure they want to try to get this right. Uh, it, it other M had its problems, but once I get, once again, I, I was just like, well, you gotta, I, I still argue this point that I'm like, Go back and play Ninja Gaiden 2 from Team Ninja and then go play Other M. Other M has more, it's better focus and better design than Ninja Gaiden 2. And even though Other M didn't really resonate well with a lot of gamers, you gotta give it up that Team Ninja and Nintendo got a really good relationship. Look how well Hyrule Warriors turned out. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's trying to make a dynasty game from from Kobe Tecmo. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't deny that that relationship that Nintendo and Tecmo uh, has started off with. It might yeah, other M might have not been good, but it led to better things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the LinkedIn profile didn't exactly say Metroid Prime Four. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Switch exclusive FPS, which, I mean, if if Nintendo is going to take an FPS, it's probably going to be Metroid. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think that Bandai Namco is going to work on this in house. Uh, the other thing too is if they're they might just be uh, this subsidiary in Singapore might just be working on asset creation or yeah. a system uh, like a behind the scenes system. Uh, under the hood type stuff uh, it's not necessarily them making the whole game because company, right. companies do that all the time too so uh, and Nintendo creation and Nintendo does this uh, does a lot of research and development on its own so they take elements from games that might not have worked with this gameplay and sometimes put it on something else and so th- Nintendo's probably been doing that and then working with whoever. Uh, to make that game and we'll i think we'll see at e3 who knows yeah yeah i think we'll we'll see a big info dump on metroid at e3 honestly uh even if it's not coming out this year i know they they want to at least say hey look this is what we got even if it's a cg trailer of of samus like Mm -hmm. looking at her uh suit or whatever like i don't know i i think they're going to show metroid in some capacity at e3 and uh We'll, I will probably figure out by then who's who's making this game. So, uh, just bring Mother Brain back. I'm ready to fight her again. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's not really a lot of news since Tuesday. Really, we went over all the mobile stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's something. There's something I did want to go over though. Uh, yeah, the the Rich Racer Eight one. Uh, while you're looking up for more. I'm kind of excited for that. That's a big move for now, Nelko Bandai, uh, because of that game being kind of Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. Place like you know, it's been on that system probably since what since the first one came out mm-hmm. with the regular Ridge Racer. Yeah, probably since and, PS1, right? PS1. Yeah. So yeah, Ridge Racer. No, please no. <laughs> <laughs> so. It really is cool that, you know, they want to bring this new one to Switch. Um, and I don't know if Bridge Racer has been a Japanese arcade game um, before coming to a console. Or if this is going to actually be like, it's a it's a sequel and it's exclusively coming to Switch as uh, like a brand new title. Right. Without no arcade connections to it. Um, okay, we're going to move on to this next story. You're going to be able to buy uh, games on the eShop with Nintendo Gold Points. Uh, 
Let's let's read this article here by our friends at IGN. And Yay. by friends, I mean the website. Uh, the, Nite the My Nintendo service rewards have been limited to wallpapers, in-app items, and exclusive discounts since Club Nintendo shut down in 2015. But Nintendo announced My Nintendo users soon will be able to spend gold points on Nintendo Switch games in the eShop. Starting in early March, you will be able to spend any gold points you've accumulated in My Nintendo when purchasing Nintendo Switch software from the eShop on your device, or even via the Nintendo website. Uh, you can pay for the remaining balance with Nintendo eShop funds or any other payment method available on the eShop. Uh, My Nintendo users won't have to rush to spend them either. Nintendo confirmed earning gold points will be valid for a year, so any points earned uh, in February 2017 can be used up until February 2018. The service date is limited to Switch owners in Europe, Japan, and North America. That's cool. That's uh, something yeah. I think people have been begging for for a while. Uh, but you know that's cool that they finally are letting you do that. I I wonder why they're not allowing people to use the platinum points. Uh, mm. You know that is interesting. Uh, that I mean I maybe there would be like a platinum to gold uh, translator or whatever. Like this many platinums equals this many gold points or whatever. But yeah, uh, that's cool. I wonder how many. <laughs> I wonder how many points I have. <laughs> Because I haven't spent any since I got my Switch, so. <laughs> Me neither. I haven't. Uh, heck, I, well, because I haven't bought any digital games on my 2DS, I don't even know. Uh, I have to look also on there, see what I have. Yeah. Um. So that's that's probably one of the the biggest news stories since Tuesday. It's been slow this week, man. I like there was a while there where we were like. We're gonna to need to do a podcast like three times a day to keep up with all <laughs> right. the news. Uh, but I still think that 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 uh, next direct is coming real soon. Uh, let's let's uh, let's see here. Switch's library is officially three times bigger than the Wii U's was at this point. Yeah, that's a lot of games. A I lot. mean, that's too many games. To be quite honest with you, uh, this is I, ooh. yeah. This is <laughs> this is from Game Informer. Uh, a report reveals the Switch already has sold, or Switch has already sold three times the number of games Wii U did at the same time in its life cycle. Oh, wait. This art, this title of this article is different than the article itself. Oh, that's weird. The article says Switch library is three times bigger than Wii U's was at this point. And then the, it says a report reveals the Switch already has sold three times the number of games the Wii U did at the same point in its life cycle. Kotaku UK reports that the, at the end of December, or the Switch's 279th day on the market, they downloaded data from more than 18,000 games and 250,000 reviews from Metacritic. According to the data, the Switch by then had 191 games available, whereas on the 279th day, the Wii U and Wii had about 60 and 65 games respectively, according to a chart. The Wii U didn't reach 191 games until 856 days after launch. On the other hand, PlayStation 4 had about 100 games, while the Xbox One fell slightly behind that. The data also shows how well games were reviewing amongst which Wii U and Wii in that time frame. Games on Metacritic that score at least 80 or higher and reviewed at least 40 different outlets were looked at. Around 45 Switch games met those credentials in the first 279 days. 45 games with an 80 or higher? That's pretty high. That's a pretty high score. Uh, mm -hmm. While the Wii U and Wii each had 50 games uh, like that in both consoles' life, in entire lifespan. Uh, wow. That's a... Uh, that's some statistics. That's some statistics. stats. Stats. Hashtag stats. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, it just shows, and I and it's sad that <clears throat> I wish we you would have got that same kind of support. Um, that switch is getting. I think the conversation for that system still would have changed if, like, these kind of gains and announcements were happening for it. 
you know. I think even if we you turn into like a indie machine, uh before like third party was walking away from the system, I think it still probably would have been around today before Switch. But it's great news that, you know, we got all these titles on the system and most of them been been great success stories. So yeah, come on, bring more games. Yes. Um okay Ed. Remember that game Gal Gun that came to the Vita? Yes. Well, they made a sequel and they're trying to bring it to Switch. But the game was refused classification on Switch in Germany. The German the German games classification entity USK is pretty strict when it comes to violence and nudity and they flat out refused to rate Gal Gun for the Nintendo Switch. Gal Gun 2 is a Bishojo game, also known as uh, a pretty girl game or a gal game, hence the title. Its gameplay features young girls in often suggestive clothing, which the Germans did not appreciate and considered worthy of rating. <laughs> the German German players will still be able to buy the game digitally or even in stores as long as they're 18 plus. So it's not a complete disaster for the developer. Uh, but here's a quote from the German ratings board translated through uh, a translator. We'll always try to get games through classification. Or No, this comes from the... Uh... Man, these people needed to start double-checking their stories. Uh, it says this is from the German ratings board, but this is, fr- this is clearly from the publisher. Uh, we, we'll always try to get games through classification regardless of the possibility of being denied as we feel that everyone should have the right and the access to play the games they want to play. It is our opinion that disliking the content in a piece of entertainment or art and, and voicing that dislike is totally fine and even encouraged, but denying that work right to exist in a market based on personal opinions, opinions and prejudices is something we strongly disagree with. Unfortunately, our, our appeal against the decision has been unsuccessful, given that Gal Gun Double Piece did <laughs> receive class did receive classification in, in Germany. Uh, we're doubt we're doubly disappointed that we cannot bring the highly anticipated title to our fans in Germany. However, we will ex- accept and respect the decision of the USK. Um, <sighs> there's a difference between entertainment and art and uh, 12 year old girls and almost being completely naked, shooting each other with squirt guns. And having bouncy breasts. Well, usually when it's like that, they could change the age and you yeah, know create know. different and to get that. I know. Um, I just like watch this trailer, and they are pretty clearly like between the ages of like twelve and fifteen. <laughs> well, um, I I kind of find it weird that you know this happened and even but even with the edits of the new colossus for wolfenstein 2 that game will still be able to be released in germany no matter how you cover it up wolfenstein 2 should not be released in germany at all yeah i mean they they like they almost had to make like completely different assets for the German release for Wolfenstein Two. Exactly, and this and it looks bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that removing Hitler's mustache in Germany almost looked like Ooh. Superman from <laughs> Justice League. Yes, <laughs> I, it, it it was. It's I'm like, oh my goodness, this looks horrible. Yeah, and 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 I don't I don't know how YouTube or how people could find because I bet you someone in Germany. Probably was able to get a physical copy oh, from America sure. even or if, something. Even if they have like a PlayStation Four and they have an American account or a West, like a anywhere outside of Germany, if they have that account, like they can mm-hmm. purchase it digitally. Yeah. So like, I'm sure someone has that version, but I mean, I mean yeah. the sisters, the sisters not region lock, so no. I just I think I do think like you have to be sensitive to some things. Like I'm not. I'm not this like, oh, I'm. I kind of think like the world is too oversensitive about a lot of things, but mm-hmm. like, 
you know, when, when your country 80 years ago was like the most hated country in the entire world and the whole world war started because of, uh, the one, this one guy, like pretty much. And like the army he built and, you know, the Aryan race and whatever, like I get that that stuff has to be blocked in Germany. Okay. I get it. I, I do like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I can't believe that that game got released at all, to be honest with you. I, I think because we, we here in America, um, have not really dealt with that. And we know well, that this, I mean, don't, don't, dealt with, deal it. with it now, but not on I that mean, scale. But, but see, and that's what I was going to almost get. When Wolfenstein came out on PC, um, you knew you knew that game was kind of like pretty much a doom clone, and so you knew what group you was fighting, and like there's no way for you to find a health pack to heal you back up a hundred percent, and you just got guns and stuff laying around. It was all f- fictionist mm-hmm. as a video game. Like there was no kind of, I guess, no real world connection. And Wolfenstein Two stayed on PC. Like the Wolfenstein games just stayed on PC until they did the reboot. Mm-hmm. For consoles, yeah, and I know they're trying to uh, for Germany, they're trying to erase that history or or not remember it or anything. Where here, with some people, they turned it to something else. Yeah, and and I don't know how, I don't know if they fully understand the history about that because it's just like how in the heck does Wolfenstein 2 the new Colossus hurt some Nazis feelings here in America you know nothing about that time you never yeah. experienced any of that time but it's hurting your feelings I'm like come on now th- th- that's just ridiculous yeah yeah but I mean back to this like I don't know it's it's like I just I got this game for Switch recently and like uh, it's it's uh, a lot of people who play PlayStation probably know the first game, Knights of Azure, and I yeah. got Knights of Azure Two: Bride of the New Moon, which it has some suggestive anime girls. Like that's the whole game is like your party of these girls going to like, uh, you know, it, it, like the the premise of the story. I forgot to talk about this one about what I was playing, but you know, the premise of the game is you play this knight this this uh girl and uh you are charged in protecting the this uh this kind of i don't really know how to explain it she's like this wizard girl who uh needs to be sacrificed to kill the the uh moon bride which is like this or the moon witch who's like the the villain of the game right and like the stories, like it kind of sounds dumb on paper, but the story is really interesting. And I'm probably like three or four hours into it. It's an action RPG. Uh, and the story is really interesting. And like the game's fun to play and stuff. It plays kind of like a more sophisticated Dynasty Warriors type game. Like I was telling you when I was playing it, it feels kind of like uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, to be honest with you. There's like light attacks, heavy attacks, and like, but there's not as many enemies on screen. There's only probably about six to ten enemies on screen at the, at a time because it's supposed to be an action RPG, not a Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah. And, like, the story's really interesting, and, like, the art style's really cool, except for, like, all the girls are in, like, these revealing outfits. And, like, I was like, oh, I didn't... That's, like, the gameplay I was watching online, like, it looked like a really fun game, and they weren't showing any of this stuff. And, like, it's just, like, some of it's kind of weird, but, like... I don't know this this kind of this game takes it a little bit way further than that uh-huh. like and like I get it like that's why a lot of people like Fire Emblem Heroes on phones is because like you know they get to collect all the different characters and like they had they promoted an event a uh, swimsuit event where like all the characters even the guys were like in these revealing swimwear <laughs> and everybody was like all excited about it <laughs> uh, and like I've seen that kind of crossover a little bit into the Fire Emblem games proper. Uh, but, you know, this is like taking it the next step that like the developers are even even have like dev diaries on how they got to how they developed like boob physics and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> huh? 
But, you know, it. you have to sometimes be an anime fan to understand, like, the boo physics oh, and the penny shots and stuff like that. Oh, I know. It's just, it's like, if you're not an anime fan, sometimes, like, some of that stuff's a little bit uncomfortable to watch, especially <laughs> when, like, like for for us, it's kind of normal. Like, I'm not an anime fan, but, like, playing games my whole life, I've seen stuff like this all the time. And one of the best games last year, Nier Automata, had, like, a character that had some revealing clothing and, like, right. know, nobody really cared because the game was really good. And so, like, I don't know. I guess it depends. Uh I don't really know what else to say about that subject. It was just this weird thing that like it got denied rating in Germany because the Germans were uncomfortable with it. So just brought it up. Okay, let's get away from the uncomfortable stuff. Um <laughs> before I start like whatever. Anyways. Uh come on. My internet is being really slow. They were on top of our roof today. Oh my gosh, the cat moved. <clears throat> They were on top of our roof today, like fixing everything. And like uh-huh. ever since then, our internet's been like super slow. And well, Corey, can I ask you why you're looking for the next story? Um, Pillars of Eternity to Dead Fire is coming to consoles and it's going to be here in Nintendo Switch. Do you think this game will be a test run for PC style games? I mean, we I have like know. nine parts. I don't even really like, know have... what Pillars of Eternity is really. Like I saw that earlier too. I'm thinking it's like a MMO style game, I think, or because I, I still need to pick up Nine Parchment because that has such like a top down um, MMO style game. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I see a lot of like, I see a lot of PC things coming to Switch, and like this kind of. I don't know. It kind of looks like a. Uh, no, I don't want this. It kind of looks like a Diablo style game. Yeah. Which is like something I thought like could probably fit on Switch very well. Like Diablo, I always thought would fit Switch well, and like uh, Nine Parchments kind of gives you that idea of of a Diablo style game playing well. Um, and this kind of gives you that old school Diablo feel. And we already saw, like, Titan Quest is coming out soon. This kind of uh-huh. reminds me more of Titan Quest than Diablo. Uh, okay. I mean, it, well, yeah, it kind of actually looks exactly like Diablo 2, to be honest with you. Uh, the way, like, the characters are fighting with each other and uh, the menus down at the bottom. I don't know how all that's going to work on a controller. Uh, but, to be honest with you, I don't... Some PC games just don't trans well, translate well to consoles. And, man, they did a good job of Diablo, but it takes a lot of effort to make something like that work on a controller. Where, like, the Di- the Diablo 3 for PC is, like, a lot different than, than the console version. You know, you have to click yeah. to where you want to walk instead of actually just walking there yourself with, the, with a control stick uh, on on console all your move sets are map to face buttons whereas you know you have a bunch of commands and hotkeys on your on your uh, keyboard that can do a lot more uh there's a lot of customization on pc that you know wasn't in the console versions for a while uh so something like this with a huge hot bar and like a huge uh communication system like i don't i don't know how that's going to translate you know, and even other mm. games outside of that realm, like... Hold on, one well, second. Yes? Okay. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I mean, this is this is going to be a shorter episode anyway, so we can we can wrap up after this, because Asana already texted me and said, hey, can you start dinner? I'm like, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just got time for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, back to, like, you know, Roller Coaster Tycoon, they just announced all the... Uh, features for the switch version mm-hmm. and it's very along the lines of roller coaster tycoon 2 where it's the grid based stuff returning from roller coaster tycoon 1 there's a open mode where you can kind of build the park without having any repercussions there's a scenario mode there's a you know you can build roller coasters and upload it to their server that people other people can download stuff like that uh, 
but even then like we got roller coaster tycoon on consoles like everybody forgets that but the first roller coaster tycoon came to xbox the original xbox and it mm-hmm. was atrocious like it was bad it was it was really bad and so like i'm concerned about the switch version and bringing stuff like you know titan quest and pillars of eternity and uh games of that nature they could work but the developer has to put the effort in to make it work on console yeah and i think like the the demo from like nine parchment i think will fit like titan quest and pillars of eternity too like give us a taste to see what we can expect and so that we could give them feedback and be like i'm looking forward to your game if you guys could fix this or patch it or something like that um yeah because because i i I don't know if we ever had a talk about of PC games working on Switch, but if games like this can work on Switch and they they do good numbers, I'm down for more of them because I kind of will play uh, Diablo three on Switch or Diablo four if they ever made it. But um, I'll see how how I'll see more to the future for these kind of role playing games. Yeah. Um, like I would, I would love the next Diablo to come to Switch. Don't get me wrong; I think the Switch mm-hmm. is a perfect platform for something like that. It just, like, it just takes a lot of effort from from the developer to make the switch from PC to console. And I just hope that you know, I don't know who the developer is of Pillars of Eternity, but like, if they put the if they put the effort into making a good console port, mm-hmm. uh, I think this game is going to be good, especially on Switch with the multiplayer aspect and the. Uh, you know, item management stuff being maybe touchscreen based or whatever. Like, I really yeah. think that they could figure out a way that it could it could work well. I, I kind of want to see how Blizzard will react to that to this game because if if Blizzard's not putting none of their style games on Switch, and all these other developers are, I think if it grows into a bigger community, I think Blizzard might. Might create something new, might try it out or something. Like I would love to see them try to do something, or at least play their game and just offer some good criticism or feedback. Like, yeah, help the other developers who really want to put the this style of game on Switch. Yeah, it it kind of surprises me that Blizzard hasn't tried at least to put something. I mean, Diablo, it's a little too late. Diablo three has been out forever, but like, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it just surprised me that they haven't tried at least something. Like, it's, Overwatch it's, would be the most, like, well, obvious one because it's their newest thing. It's really popular. Like, it's made yeah. to run on low-powered machines. I, well, th- this, is the th- this is the thing with Blizzard is that they talked about loving the Switch. Everybody in their building is playing it and carrying it with them, but they don't have no plans for development. Well, you should try something. Because if other people finding out that you're not developing nothing, they're going to take your space and they're going to make the money if the game comes out good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Blizzard came out and announced, hey, Diablo 4 is going to be on Switch. You know, I that honestly wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but we'll see. I just think I think the Switch came out at a weird time for Blizzard and they just said, uh, it's not worth us porting a five-year-old game over to Switch right now. Because we know our next game, if this thing, you know, now that they've seen that the Switch has taken off and is successful, you know, they can be like, okay, well, Diablo 4 can probably run on a lower-end machine, so we can probably make the effort to port it to Switch. So Yeah. Uh, the last news story, uh, which, you know, this kind of came out last week. I just, we just haven't really talked about it. Uh, the Project Octopath Traveler demo has been downloaded over a million times. And Square is sharing updates for the title. Uh, The demo for Octopath Traveler, an exclusive RPG for Nintendo Switch that blends HD visuals with pixel art, has been downloaded over a million times. Uh, The main purpose of the demo, which released on September 13th, was to receive player feedback of the game through a survey. Nintendo released a video today in which developer Square Enix gives a sneak peek at how... uh, 45,550 responses from the demo have helped shape the final game. Uh, Instead of holding the B button to run, characters now automatically run when the control stick is pushed all the way in that direction. The B button now makes uh, 
pressing B now makes the player sprint. However, enemy encounters encounter rates increase the faster you run. Faster travel, fa uh, faster enemy encounters. Uh, this was not in the demo, but it has been added to the, the final game. Uh, general visibility uh, has been refined. Uh, 10 save slots, uh, one of which is for auto saves, will be available in the final game. Players are now less likely to accidentally overwrite a save. Uh, event scenes can be skipped. Even if you enjoy an event scene, the replay feature allows players to rewatch them. Uh, and finally, with gameplay difficulty, Square says that they are refining the balance so battles can provide a good challenge without being overly frustrating. Project Octopath Traveler is slated to release later this year. And you can download the demo still in the eShop. So, ah, such a good demo. I can't wait for that game, man. That game is okay. gonna be amazing. Like, it might get an eight point four five or nine for some people, but I think it is definitely for Switch players one of the most anticipated games of 2018. Yeah. Like, it's kind of on everybody's list. Just like, give I us think, the game. I think that art style alone blew everybody away. And yeah. everybody's like, what is that game with the cool art style? And even if they don't like RPGs, I bet some people will pick it up based on the art style alone. Yeah. Oh, that art I, style is so good. Yeah. Um, I can understand the faster it constant rate, which is going to be good, because they'll be like, yeah, I could grind now. I could, I perfectly fine with that yeah but it's 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 one of those you need to be by a town and you need to be closer to an end because you're going to be going in and out because like it don't start you off with magic to heal yeah. and you kind of can't don't have no money to like buy potions yeah. <laughs> so the end is like three cents cheap because <laughs> that's what i did with with mine i was grinding too yeah <laughs> to that end. <laughs> yeah it's uh i can't wait for that game man i oh man i cannot wait i can't wait <laughs> oh. yes but you yeah. Uh, anyways, I know this has been kind of a shorter episode. It's been a it's been a short week, and well, it's been a short week in Nintendo news, but it's been a long, at least for me, it's been a long week. So, yes. uh, you know, we've I've got some announcements coming up later uh, for this show and other places around NGR Radio. Uh, you know, I can't really say anything now, but maybe next week. Uh, next week we're gonna do a, a question block episode. Uh, please get your questions in unless <laughs> unless a major direct drops next week uh, we are going to be doing a uh, question block episode uh, yes so get your questions in we want to hear them we want to talk about them uh, you can email us at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com or tweet at us at ngrpowerblock or comment on one of our photos on our instagram page uh, like subscribe and share especially our road to 500 uh, we need to get those 500 subs because we, we get some cool YouTube perks. And uh, yes. you guys have been pretty supportive so far. And we would appreciate it if you would continue your support. Even if you don't watch. Even if you don't watch the videos, we would like your uh, subscribe. So uh, just hit the little red button. Just click the link in your audio feed. Uh, you know, it'll send us. Uh, it'll send you right there. So uh, like, subscribe, and share. Rate us on iTunes if you're listening to us there. Uh, it really helps with discoverability and any other podcast app that you are watching us on. And uh, I think I think that's about it. Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code, and you can check out my podcast Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. By the time you guys hear this, my second Butcher Game Awards episode will be live, so you can check out what I thought is the defining game of 2017 and other fun. Uh, topics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and all, everybody also check out our mini blocks here on YouTube, our YouTube exclusive content. Um, who knows with Nintendo, they might throw something <laughs> and be yeah, like, you watch. They're going to be like, hey, tomorrow morning, they're going to be like, hey, we're dropping a direct tonight. And we'll be like, oh. oh. So, but it's okay. If, it, if that happens, I'll be home at 9 o'clock and we can do reacts to it. It'll be all good. It'll be all good. So. Uh, you can find me at Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on NGR Radio proper. Uh, NGRRadio.com. Download our whole suite of family of shows. Uh, 
Yeah, we're back on top, so take that. Nerd's gone platinum. Power Block's back on top. <laughs> ha! Uh, but, yeah. So, anyways, thank you so much for watching. Uh, next week we'll have a Power Block ep- or a Question Block episode. And until next week, we love you. Bye.